Welcome tonight to our podcast, the WFR Marriage Podcast, a conversation about marriage for marriage. My name is Trey, and as always, I'm here with my lovely bride, Anna, and we have the Shacks in the house with yes, us tonight. Yes, it's good to be back. It's been a while since we've been in this it room. It has. I know the issue for most of us is our scheduling. The scheduling, like, that's right. Getting uh, time for us to, to be on the same page. And so as, as I say that, we're right in the middle of our marriage ministry on Thursday night. Uh, we've got enough leaders to... To handle things for us, and so we, we hope. We hope uh, <laughs> they'll text us if we if they have an issue. <laughs> so here we are doing a podcast in the, the middle of uh, Thursday night reengage. So, so I thought a, a great topic uh, for us tonight is just the uh, the importance of prayer uh, in marriage. And the verse that I thought of was actually Psalms one twenty seven one, and we talked about this tonight in our our leaders meeting. But it's unless the Lord builds the house, the builders a labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand uh, guard in vain. So we can talk a lot about marriage and we can, you know, maybe even go see a secular counselor, but, uh, and it may be good advice, but it's not, you know, the Lord's advice and it's not building on his foundation and his truths. And so, and uh, so with that um, is the idea of, of prayer for marriage. And I know all of us in this room, we've talked to a lot of couples over the years, um, and uh, you know the ones that are, are in a good place, they're they're doing good. They they have a healthy marriage, and you see them growing in oneness. And and a lot of times I ask, and it's not always the same answer, but a lot of times I ask, what's what's been a key thing to help you guys grow closer together and create unity uh, in your marriage? And the common denominator seems to be like learning and and praying together mm-hmm. and growing in, in prayer together. Um, is, is one of those things that has helped them um, create more unity in their marriage. So not only is prayer, um, it helps you grow closer to God, but it also helps you grow closer uh, in your marriage um, as well. So um, so let me ask you guys, what are some things that might show the importance of prayer uh, in marriage? Well, I think... For one, it's important to have prayer in your marriage because you are, you're inviting the one who created marriage into your marriage and asking for his guidance on how to do marriage and how to do life and how to do it together. Just everything that comes up, all your problems, all your successes, everything, you're, you're coming together before the throne of God as one. And asking him to be a part of that, to guide you through that. So that's one of the ways um, it invites God into your marriage. Right. Well, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking there's two. There, there's two people. Well, when two people pray, just think it's even more powerful in your right. marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to do great things in your marriage. So one of the things I was thinking about was it just brings more of a unity and more mm-hmm. of a power as a team to move forward mm-hmm. through this life, through kids, grandkids, sickness, uh, careers, stress in life. It just helps you walk in unity because when two pray, it's mm-hmm. just going to be so much more powerful. Who wants to do this life alone? Mm-hmm. So I'm with Anna. I mean, we don't want to do it alone without mm-hmm. realizing that we have got to go to God 
for wisdom to, to guide us and lead us. But I definitely want to do it without my mate with me right. along beside me. So, you know, whether we're praying together, Jeremy and I hold hands and we pray together in unity, or whether we're praying for each other, mm-hmm. we are still unified, right. whether we're praying together or each other, and knowing that God is in this with us, we're not alone, and we're stronger when the two of us pray. Yeah, yeah. And we know and walk in confidence that good things are going to happen. That's right. And, of course, I think of the humility that comes when you're saying, I don't have the power. Mm-hmm. I don't right. have the strength. I don't have the wisdom. I don't have the knowledge that I need to raise my kids right. because we really don't. They right. don't come with a handbook. No, they don't. <laughs> and neither does marriage really come with a handbook. And so I think in, in giving it up in prayer and talking to God, you are exhibiting a humility right. that you probably never would exhibit otherwise right. because you're thinking otherwise I can do this by myself. That's I right. don't need anybody's help, yeah. but we can't. And so we have to show that humility. And so bringing prayer into your marriage also brings humility in your marriage. Yeah, that's good. So there, there are a lot of, of benefits um, and, and reasons, why, reasons why it's important in your marriage. Uh, like Anna said, it invites uh, God into your marriage. And when two pray, Kim, I was thinking about that verse, a quarter of three strands. Like it's, it's uh, so much more powerful when two come together and do that. A uh, second thing, uh, you, you take authority over your marriage. Uh, not you personally, but when you bring God into it, uh, you, no longer am I in charge. No longer is Anna in charge. Now you have the authority of God exactly uh, in right. your marriage. And I think another thing I thought of, it, it facilitates your God-given roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, as the spiritual leader of the home, uh, if I take my wife's hand and I, I pray with her, then I am uh, fulfilling that role. Um, and likewise, if Anna's supportive of that, She's fulfilling her role as a helper. So right. I think in an interesting way, it, it does that. And I'm also thinking well. of the fact that we're not just fighting an earthly battle here. Mm-hmm. We're fighting spiritual battles That's all right. the time, yeah. spiritual right. battles for our children, spiritual yeah. battles for our marriage. And so we have to know that if we're going to be in a spiritual warfare, we got to get the head spirit involved. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So since we have so many reasons why it's important for marriage, here's the next question. Why don't couples do it? Why is it so uh, such a thing that's not utilized uh, a lot in marriage. Well, you know, when we work together in ministry for so many years, we've seen people walk through the door to try to work on their marriage. They're in crisis. And when you talk to them about involving God in this crisis and building and using his truth and wisdom, they'll tell you, our last resort is praying. I mean, the, prayer that's didn't even, All yeah. we have left to do is pray. All yeah. I can do is pray. Right. All you can do is pray. <laughs> the best thing you can do is right. pray. Yeah. The most powerful thing. They're using it as a last resort tool when it shouldn't be the yeah. tool that's our last resort. It's mm-hmm. too powerful. Why would we leave it in the toolbox mm-hmm. and not ever think about using it? I just don't even understand, y'all. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and one reason why I think we do that is a lot of it's just from our, our model that we had growing up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think about my own parents, which I had probably some of the most amazing parents out there, but I also never saw them pray together. And so, therefore, I did not get that. That was something that if they did, which I'm sure they did, they did it in private. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get the model of it in my life. And so I didn't know how to carry that into my own marriage. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. Well, if you think about it, um, sometimes it's just someone either doesn't have a relationship with God, um, so they don't even know how to pray. Prayer is a foreign 
thing. Like, pray. Pray to God. I don't even know if I know him. And that's one reason, like, something that could stop someone from praying. But the cool thing is, God is God, and he is there. And you can take prayer and ask him to show you that's right. himself. Yeah, I think a lot and, of times people, will. you know, if you've been a Christian for a long time, you know you're supposed to pray, and you know that it's supposedly you know, powerful. Then you say, yeah, I know it's important, but like you said, it's uh, that's the last thing that they will, will do. But in my mind, if that's the case, then you don't really think it's powerful. You don't mm-hmm. think it's important. Um, yeah. So, um, so why, what are some other reasons why couples may not? Well, I think of the fact that that prayer is a very intimate thing. Mm -hmm. And so when you pray with somebody else, you're having to open yourself up and show Mm -hmm. vulnerabilities that you might have, failures and weaknesses that Mm -hmm. you might have. And so we have to be comfortable with that intimacy if we're going to pray with our spouse. Yeah, and I know a lot of times, uh, especially for us guys, like that's Mm -hmm. it's hard for us to 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 be vulnerable. Right. And we have that fear of intimacy. And so. but the, the second you start praying with your, your wife, you, you have to be vulnerable. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also so many times uh, we're human, we're flawed. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden when a season of life hits us really hard, we're going to go to God in prayer. We're going to ask for prayers. Mm-hmm. We're going to dedicate that time for answers and help and healing and hope and go to God. But what we have to understand is for all seasons. Right. It's for all seasons of our life. And we've got to understand through the good times and the bad, through the the happy and the sad, we have got to understand that God's got to be a part of it all. He's got mm-hmm. to guide us through the mountains. He's got to guide us through the valleys. And we've got to look to him for guidance. So I think, you know, we say it's the time sometimes, but also it's a season of I'm going to pray when I really need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when do we not really need God? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. I really mm-hmm. need him all the time. I need him when I wake up in the morning all the way till I go to bed every night. Yeah. And so we've got to realize that he is in our marriage and he's got to be a part of it all the time, not just the rough times of our life. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, another one that um, that I was thinking, and this is probably the one I hear the most, and this is the one that I've been guilty of, probably Anna and I both, mm-hmm. As you hear, well, just we don't have the time. Mm-hmm. time. And I, what we're really saying is we have not made uh, the time right. to be purposeful mm-hmm. about doing In fact, Anna and I, you know, we, we talk about this. Uh, we've talked about this several times on the podcast before. We had a marriage Monday. We just stopped doing it for a while. But that's generally where we uh, prayed uh, together. And we, we realized here the last uh, few weeks that we really hadn't even been praying together. Mm-hmm. And so we... I finally uh, sat down and had a discussion about um, getting purposeful about making time uh, to sit down and start uh, having devos and, and spending time praying together. And, you know, if you think about it, um, when Satan can't get you with the big stuff, he gets you busy. And we were talking about this earlier about this thing with prayer. And I think another reason that couples don't pray together is is we we forget about the spiritual warfare that uh, Jeremy talked about earlier. And, you know, we were thinking about how there has got to be something very unique and powerful when a married couple um, that is a godly, God-fearing couple comes together and prays together Mm -hmm. because Satan attacks it so hard Mm -hmm. with busyness, with 
all the things. He, he's like, if I can just keep them too from praying, they can go pray. And it's powerful when we pray with just our, our other brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, because he tells us where two or more gathered together in my name, whatever they ask for will happen. So it's there's it's powerful in the setting of other people that we pray with, but there's got to be something even more powerful mm. for a married couple when they are praying together. And Satan knows that. Right. Yeah. That's why it's so heavily attacked. And we mm. have to we have to make it a, a very important priority to realize there's a whole lot more at stake than just, well, I mean, it's just prayer. I'm praying on my own. He's praying on his own. We know that. So, I mean, that's good enough. Yeah. But we're missing out on a whole nother level of intimacy and power. I think you're right. It's interesting. Like, generally speaking, like, I don't have any problem praying with a guy. You know, guys to guy or, or girls to girls. But mm-hmm. for, for some reason, when it comes to marriage and couples don't pray together, and I think right. it, I think it, part of that is... Um, a, a tool of Satan himself mm-hmm. to keep us from spiritual battle, like you said. And the other part is just our willingness to not be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I even I was speaking to a, a couple, oh, probably four or five months ago, and I started talking to them about praying together. And I heard this come from the husband's lips. Well, I don't even know how to begin that. And so a lot of us, they just don't know how. Yeah. They don't right. know what mm-hmm. to pray for. They don't know what that even looks like to pray together. And so right. a lot of times we don't do it just because we don't even know where to start. Right. Yeah, yeah we even had a small group, and one of the late, ladies and, and husbands, when we talked to them about it, they, they were like, we don't think we're quite ready to pray yet. Right. And, you know, that that's the understanding. You're not quite ready for God to work with you and walk with you in your marriage I mean, we've got to be armed and ready and, and willing and know that he's 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 a part of that. It's going to be beneficial. It's going to strengthen us. Instead of denying God's relationship with us in our marriage, I mean, that's really Satan hindering right there. When you say, I don't know how to start, uh, I'm not quite ready to pray right. about this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to uh, really realize that Satan's really trying to hinder this communication between us and our Heavenly Father through yep. those topics of exclusives one of the things that uh, we hear a lot from from couples that we deal with on a regular basis is uh, what jeremy just said like we don't really know how to pray so what what's some advice that we could give to a couple who who wants to but just doesn't know how to i think first of all is to whatever if you're feeling if you feel that way like you're inadequate i don't know the right thing i don't know how there is no formula for praying like you don't have it's not a ritual thing to do it is simply just a conversation mm-hmm. if you know how to talk to another human being and carry on a conversation and just tell that other person how you feel the thoughts that are going through your head the things you're worried about the things you're concerned about the things you're happy about then you that's just, that's exactly what you do when you pray you're just having a conversation with the lord right. with god and what an amazing thing that he's done to allow that you know for us he's the creator of the universe god of all and he wants to he wants to sit down and have a conversation with us he wants us to talk with him 
Yeah, he, he's not concerned about the words that we use. Right. You know, he's yeah. just concerned about hearing from us. Mm-hmm. I think one way to keep it simple, Jeremy and I had done a study at one point in time, and I don't remember the name of it, but it said if you're, if you're struggling with it, so maybe you should talk before you pray and just try to keep it real simple. And one of the suggestions was just talk to each other and just say, what is at least three things I can pray for you about? Hmm. And uh, so to turn to your husband and say, what's three things I can pray for you about? And him to turn to his wife and say, what's three things I can pray to you, pray for you about? Sorry. Uh, In that situation, it gives you a starting point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're also communicating and you're 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 being vulnerable and open and fully known and and it's a good jump off point to at least start it with that conversation of two to three things I can pray for and you may be together during that prayer but also you can continue that prayer and right. be fervent in that prayer for your mate and keep those two or three things on your mind I know that there Jeremy shared something with me about a week ago about studying again and I'm praying for his study I'm praying for him to build wisdom and knowledge and and praying for his new study so you know that's the type of things that when you talk very simply then you know what to pray for right mm-hmm. i think one of the things that helps any plan that you want is to, to set down a definite time of the day that you're going to get together and yeah. do this most of us have the think it's a great idea but then the business busyness of the world just washes yeah. it away. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be deliberate and say, okay, if you're morning people at 6 o'clock every morning, we're going to spend some time in prayer together. If you're an evening person, 9 o'clock every night, we're going to spend some time together. But you have to set a definite time and then hold to that schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know for us, like I've, um, I have to be at work early. I have to be there at 7, and that's a 30-mile drive. So for us, doing it in the morning is kind of impractical unless we get out really, really early, and which is hard for both uh, of us to get on that same schedule. So we, we just, you know, evenings is best uh, for us. So I think you're right, uh, picking a time. But I would say just start. Just like, do it. Just start. Oh, and good. if you don't know yeah. how, look, just pray Scripture. Uh, open up the Bible, and, and a good place would be the book of Psalms. Mm-hmm. Like it's just filled with stuff that you can pray over each other. And there's lots of prayer guides out there for husbands and wives and marriages. You could just pray that. There's nothing wrong with any of that mm-hmm. stuff. You don't, like I said, God's not concerned with the words or you know being eloquent or anything like that. He just mm-hmm. wants to hear from us, and Satan wants to keep us from that. Yeah, so. Well, I know so many times with marriage ministry, we kind of look at each other and go, "Just do it," you <laughs> know, and 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 that's kind of what you're right. saying there. Just just do it. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, anything else that you guys want to say before we close out? I think just know that um, don't make it a bigger thing than what it is. Um, Don't let it be something that intimidates you um, to keep from doing it. Like we've said, we can't stress it enough. It's super powerful, and it's okay if it's just a few words of saying, God, we have no clue what what we're doing here but but we just want you a part of our life and our marriage together that's a prayer that's exactly it right. there there's no time limit there's no amount it can be su- it's just open your heart and share mm-hmm. with god with your spouse right so that 
that's what I would just say. Just start, and it can be super simple, and it'll grow from there. The more you do it, the more comfortable you will be with it, and you're just you you will get to know God. Mm-hmm. It's not just about talking to God, but you're there is something way more powerful than just the words you're saying, and that's the Holy Spirit is involved in this. And it's you getting to know God as you talk to him and share him. He already knows what's on your heart. So it's not so much of giving him knowledge he doesn't know or communicating to him, what, but it's a conversation right. that you are having with the Lord. And when it, that is done with your spouse, it's just very powerful. And one thing I just I just thought of um, that's, that, I, that I think is important, to, to say when you're praying with your spouse because I think I've done this a long time ago like when we first started praying together um, I don't know years ago but <laughs> don't preach in your prayer that's right. to, to your spouse that's like right. that's not the goal uh, yeah. of it and it just has a total opposite effect and it will just it will turn your spouse off to wanting to pray with that's you right. mm-hmm. uh, and that's uh, something that's uh, you have to be cautious of um, and I just want to mention to husbands, if you've never heard your wife pray, mm. you're missing something. There's something special there that you need to hear. That's right. Mm. I agree with that. Well, and I'm just thinking, um, why should we even be questioning, Can is prayer good? Is it great? Can it save marriages? I think we're all here in this room and agree. Mm. Prayer can save marriages and many times when we share our story i talk about there was a very simple help me prayer that helped transform our marriage and it was psalms 18 6 Mm. i cried out in distress to the lord and he heard my cry Mm -hmm. my cry and my cry for help was my very simple prayer of help me lord Mm. so i know that there are people out there that they just need to cry out to the lord Mm -hmm. like psalms 18 says and eight ask for help and talk to the lord and give it to him because we know he's powerful god and Mm -hmm. he will save marriages that's so good you Mm -hmm. preaching over there now Uh, i I didn't pray and preach i just was preaching well i'm just got me thinking about our story and and how we um were not praying together our marriage was broken and we both like you said turned to the lord praying and and god when we both individually were pursuing god praying to god asking god for god's help uh, he came through healed the marriage and and now um praying together right know? and that so, might yeah. be the word that might be the starting place in your to begin praying together in your marriage maybe it starts first just with you that's right you start praying to the lord because if you don't already have your own prayer time with the Lord, it's it's going to be pretty hard to right. do it as a That's couple. Right. Yeah. And one one last thing that I was thinking, that we, we actually were talking to a couple earlier uh, who really wasn't praying together. And I kind of got the impression that one wanted to and, and one didn't. And uh, I would say, you know, good advice for somebody in that situation is don't force them right. to do that. But you may could just go to them and ask, hey, can I pray with you? You don't have to pray. But just let me kind of right. pray with you, and and I think that would be important. And some one other thing, I'm, I'm thinking of everything now, but is <laughs> you know when you're first starting out praying together, if you just decide, you know what, I think we need to do this, and you start out. I, w- I would say my advice would be to keep it short mm-hmm. at first, because sometimes we want to be long-winded and we try to get everything in there, and that could also turn your spouse off to right. wanting to continue uh, to do that. 
Well, I know that we've been talking about very specific, helpful things in prayer, but I know the four of us in this room believe that we have to pray for other marriages. Mm -hmm. And I want to challenge anybody out there listening to pray for marriages. Pray for marriages to be strengthened and not devoured by Satan. Pray Mm -hmm. that we can fight the divorce rate. Pray that we turn our marriages over to God so that we can put a hedge around them and protect them and, and show a light to the world. I believe that if we save marriages we can start turning the world around and it can be a different place but we have to be adamant about praying for our own marriage praying for other marriages in other homes and other communities so uh, join us because we really feel like marriage matters to this world yeah, that's good that's, that's right. probably a good one uh, to end right it all on that's as right. well so well let me just say this as uh, we close uh, you know we've done other topics um and I don't know where we would rank this one, but I would probably rank it right up there mm-hmm. uh, at the top as far as uh, importance. Because without prayer, you'll you'll never truly connect with each other uh, at a deep level. Um, you know, you may connect at times emotionally, and you may connect at times sexually, but you'll never truly connect with each other until you until you pray uh, with each other and have spiritual intim- intimacy together. Which, in my mind, is the most important intimacy mm-hmm. you can have. I think it it, it it feeds all the other areas That's of right. your marriage, the, mm-hmm. the sexual intimacy, the, the emotional intimacy. So this one here is definitely important. And I think as you mature uh, in your prayer life together, you'll find that the Lord has begun to to change you and to change your, your spouse and your marriage. And if you develop a healthy prayer life, you will experience intimacy, I think, That's right. uh, far above and beyond any other kind. Yeah. But you'll also grow in other areas That's as right. well. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or thoughts or comments about any of our podcasts, uh, you can reach us at reengage at wfrchurch.org. That's right. You got it.